Hi, you are listening to Dr. Saurabh Arora's podcast on health, homeopathy and research. Hi, I am Dr. Saurabh Arora, a practicing medical homeopath. In today's podcast, we are going to learn something interesting in homeopathy. A topic which is which I found the most relevant topic in today's scenario and that is nosodes and I'm sure the following 13 questions and answers on nosodes you would not like to miss. Nosodes which are homeopathic preparations from inactivated organic material. They are our day-to-day clinical companion. They are used in almost every prescription certain point in time. I myself use nosodes very frequently in chronic diseases, acute diseases, challenging cases as intercurrent, as constitutional, as relevant medicine. So the, these 13 questions were part of the survey on nosode, which was undertaken to understand the in-depth study of nosode usage in clinics. And let us learn and know the best things about nosodes and see if they are safe to use or not because their safety and efficacy are the two things which concern many authorities the most. The first question I put forth was history of nosodes. And I was surprised that 83% of the clinicians they know about it, but 17% there will still need to be evolved regarding knowing the history of nosodes. Moving further, the next question was materials with which nosodes are prepared. And I was very happy to see that 99% of the respondents they knew about starting materials of the nosodes. How frequently nosodes are prescribed in our day-to-day routine clinical practice? This is one question every clinician at certain point of time they think. And the answers I got were amazing. Mostly in chronic diseases, 77% of the physicians are using nosodes frequently in their chronic cases. Whereas in almost every prescription, 2.5% of the respondent, they were using the nosodes in about 1.5% in acute diseases and very rarely in 18% of the cases. So all in all, people are using nosodes mostly in the chronic cases. We must be thinking what are the common potencies of nosodes people use. Is it any potency? Is it 200? Is it 30 CH, 10 M, LM, CM? There are many theories. There are many things people they practice about nosode of using certain potency. So what I found was any potency of the nosode was used by 15.42% of the respondents. Whereas almost 7.5% of the respondent they use less than 30 potency also. But majority of the respondent, almost 70%, they are using 201 M potency. And to a certain extent, uh, around 4% and 3.5% people are using 10 M potency, CM potency, and even LM potency, the 50th millisimal potency of nosodes. Moving further to repetition, now we have known the trends in potency, the repetition and frequency of repetition. Only single dose, 64.68% of the respondent, they say they use nosode as single dose only. But there are people, 35% of the people, they use nosodes in repeated doses also. And those who are repeated, some of them are giving daily doses, which was about 11.5%. Weekly dose, which is very common, very, very common in India. 
10.45%, weekly and monthly dose 10.5% each. And majority of the population, 67.66%, they use Nosod as single dose, but they do repeat if it is necessary. So this is one of the finest observation I got in the survey. Moving further, they were asked about using Nosod's in constitutional, acute, intercurrent, antimiasmatic. What were they called to use the Nosod as? As antidote? As follow-up? In acute cases, in constitutional cases, as anti-miasmatic remedies, because majority of the nosodes are prepared from inactivated organic materials. So the people responses were so the constitutional remedy was opted by 14% of the respondents. Acute was not picked up by many, it is it was less than one percent. But as intercurrent, yes, people they do use the nine percent of the respondent they were using this as intercurrent remedy. And when it comes to antimiasmatic, almost 6.5% they use it as antimiasmatic. But the most important, as per need of the case, there is no cut short formula that these can only be used as intercurrent. They can be used as per the need of the case. If it is intercurrent, give it. If it is antidote, give it. If it is antimiasmatic, give it. But how to give? How to dispense the nosodes? They are dispensed via globules, which we commonly use. Almost 44% of the respondent, they use globules to dispense nosodes. Almost 24%, they use sugar of milk, the lactose, the milk sugar, as single dose over the tongue. Almost 23% of the respondent, they dispense nosodes as aqua doses mixed in water. And almost 10% they use nosod over the tongue. But what happens when these nosods are given? Is there any aggravation of nosods? Is it a myth or a fact? Because uh, I came across many physicians, those who are afraid to give nosods just because of the fear that they will cause aggravation. But let me tell you, if it is a good aggravation, it has valid role in homeopathic case taking and follow-up. So this was observed in 2.5% of the responses. But there was only occasional aggravation reported by almost 63% of the, of the respondents. And yes, 35% said there was no aggravation at all. So no sorts are very much safe to use. If at all there is an aggravation like we saw in 63% there was occasional aggravation or in 2.5% there was good aggravation. If at all there is any aggravation, how far it goes? It goes to least in 18% of the cases. In moderate cases, yes, approximately 45% respondent said uh, aggravation was moderate. It was moderately severe in 4%, severe in less than 2%. And yes, 30% of the respondent, they were not very sure about this. They would be from that category, those who never observed any aggravation after giving the nosod. So again, the question number 10, repeated doses of nosodes, yes or a big no? Yes, 14.9% they say that it can be repeated. No, it should not be repeated, said 22.39%. But it may be repeated, said 62.69% of the respondents. So there was a difference between the yes and maybe. Maybe because it is adapted to each and every clinician's need. So majority of the respondents, they agreed that it may be repeated in any kind of case without any fear of aggravation. So again, uh, the next question was put forth and it was on 
age affinity, whether they have any age affinity, whether they should not be given to an infant, whether they should not be given to an old age patient or too much elderly. So what is your call? The respondent said that yes, exclusively infants, less than 1%, pediatric group, less than 5%, young and middle age, 5%, old age, less than 1%, but can be used in almost every age group, said 89% of the respondents. Next comes how many nosodes one use in its clinical practice because uh, we know that we have affinities for remedies. We have our favorite remedies in our chest boxes, in our drawers, in our clinics. So what about nosodes? Yes, less than five nosodes, 30% of the people they use less than five nosodes in routine practice. Five to 10 nosodes are used by almost 46% of the respondents. 10 to 15 nosodes or more than 15 nosodes each, they are used by 12% of the respondents each. It means the commonest nosodes used in our clinic range from 5 to 10, less than 10 nosodes. And these may be medorinum, tuberculinum, syphilinum. What about procuring nosodes? If nosodes are considered toxins, poisons, harmful, there any difficulty in procuring them? No, no, said 67.66% of the respondents. Few respondents were there, especially from the US region, they said that, that yes, they found difficulty in procuring nosodes in 32.34% of the respondents because they are prepared homeopathically as per homeopathic pharmacopoeia guidelines. So they are one of the safest remedies without any side effects in terms of preparation also. So we should not be having any problem procuring nosodes. So these were the 13 questions they were put forth to the respondents to know their understanding and usability of nosodes in real clinical practices. The nosodes are used with caution and certain limitations many a times. Therefore, their use is based upon four important areas that is baseline knowledge, experience, experimentation and intuition. I have written a separate blog on this which is available on my website that these four domains they primarily shape your homeopathic clinical practice. If you want to read the full information that is given in the description of this nosode, you may refer to the original publication of this survey and you can read the in-depth strategy and methodology of the survey which was adopted to shape this survey. Uh, I'm thankful to Dr. Bharti Aroda who was my co-author in this Nosodes survey. And this is also available on YouTube as a video, which is issued in public interest under public health and homeopathy awareness. And I'm sure you would be subscribing to my podcast for more information on health, homeopathy and research. Thank you.